Gary, yeah. you're able to hear us. If not, you got to X out and come back in or turn off the mute button. But I want to welcome everybody to the world according to Ben Stein. We are joined tonight by America's lawyer, the infamous, the notorious, Washington, D.C.'s original fly in the ointment, Larry. That's very good. I like Larry. that. That's good. That's good. What Larry, happened? Larry, Larry Clayman, I wish I had thought of that. But when you go, when in the old days, before they fully tarnished Larry on Wikipedia, that's actually what it said, that he was Washington, D.C.'s original fly in the ointment. Now, it's... it's well, the, it was also Gadfly. They did they like Gadfly. Hey, wait, Larry. If you are there, what was Bill Lerak? Wasn't he? I thought he was the original fly. Bill Lerak. Well, I hope to be more than a fly, but uh, you know, take what I can God get. God right. God. Okay. And of course, yeah, we have a very um, handsome, a very handsome young man. He is. Gary is having issues with with his uh, audio, I believe, at the moment. I'll pray for him. We're, but of course, we welcome America's humble servant, actor, writer, provocateur, legend, saint, sinner, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. Welcome, sir. It is my pleasure. I assure you. Um, and to get the show kicking, a lot. I want to pray for. For our, for, for our friend Gary to get his sound. Yeah, we, we, we do have to pray for Gary to get his sound. But before that, um, before we get to Gary and his sound, I want, and he gets it fixed, we got to continue with the show. So one no, of the but, things but, I want, the, 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 the um, biggest thing that we have going on right now, or the biggest story of the last couple of days that doesn't appear to be a story, but if it was a Republican president, I could guarantee you it would be a story was that Joe Biden fell up the stairs. Um, you know, yeah, I understand. How, how do you do that? How I mean, it happens to people. You know, I've fallen upstairs, but their, okay. but their, their, their excuse for it was that the wind blew him up the stairs. Now, that's very funny. That's well, very funny. The wind blew a yeah, grown man yeah. up the stairs. Maybe, maybe he passed some wind and it you know, oh. catapulted him up the stairs, you know? And Ben, you wanted Larry on, but yes, um, he, uh, he, yep. he, the, the wind blew him up the stairs and, and I couldn't help but think, right. can you imagine this Ben Stein or Larry Clayman? The wind blew him up the stairs, the wind made him crumble. And what are Xi Jinping and Putin gonna do to this man? Well, you know, and, say he fell, he fell, excuse the uh, lack of grammar. If he you collapsed. are younger, you get the answer. He collapsed. You're younger, so you go first. Yeah, he collapsed. And I suggest he's probably in bed today because he hurt himself and he was faking it that he was okay because that was a nasty collapse, I'll tell you. Yeah, I, you know, I've had that exact thing happen to me at the airport and uh, it was a very, it's a very scary feeling. Stairs are scary things. I don't understand why the president of the United States cannot have a smooth service to walk across to get onto his plane. Somebody screwed up badly there in the White House uh, transportation office. And I, I, I frankly do not blame Mr. Biden for that. I think I blame the people in the White House transportation office who clearly were not on top of their game. Or maybe this was their game, but uh, somebody ben, screwed up. Ben, there's only so much you could hide. I think it's there's something very interesting that you had taught me years ago that I would imagine almost nobody knows, is that when presidents used to fly abroad, they would go a few days early to, to, to catch up, you know, to, to, right. to be up to speed right. 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 On, the, on, on the time. And um, we know Trump didn't do that. He could be anywhere and 
be awake. But we're talking about a president. What if he has to fly abroad? Man? What are we going to send him a week and a half in advance? Well, I don't think he's going to last that long. Uh, we don't wish him any harm, obviously, physically, but I don't think he'll, he'll live another six months. I mean, he's in bad shape. And Ben, you're being kind. You're a very kind person. But it has, in my view, has nothing to do with White House advanced teams or anything else. I mean, the guy just is physically incapable of walking upstairs. That's the bottom line. Well, but but I, I agree with that. But I also agree with the fact that the White House transportation officer advanced team, as you so aptly call them, should have figured out a, a better solution to his uh, boarding the plane problem. But I, I think uh, what are they well known. Yeah, hoist him up on a pulley. Have one of those I think it has been well known, I'm under the impression, that he is not physically well. He has not been physically well for some time. And uh, he really should not have been allowed to run for president by whatever powers there are in the Democrat Party, uh, if there are any powers besides uh, some crazy people. But uh, yeah, I, I think something's wrong with him. And uh, God bless him. I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope he's in good shape. I hope he learns and becomes a stronger, better, um, or well-adjusted person. But uh, hes I don't think he's in good health. Ben, you just gave me an idea. So on the side, you, you know those chairs that they have that go on like a railing and they you know, you, you sit on it and it, like, it's like a how Everyone like, tells me I should get that for my house, but uh, he, he should get that for Air Force One as he's boarding a plane. They should put yes. a little chair on the side and have Biden strap him in for dear life and have him slide up the, um, up yeah, the or mountain. maybe, maybe Dr. Up Jill can carry him up the stairs. I mean, maybe she can do it, you know. But Ben, this is really, we're, 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 we're talking about, we're joking about this, but this is very scary. The idea we very, have a president that, that, that we have a president that's uh, and welcome back, Gary Collins. I hope you could hear us now. I I can. If anyone can tell me why YouTube will mute sound after watching it on my laptop, it does it. I had to switch laptops or I had to reboot the. Uh, but you could hear us now. Yeah, I couldn't hear you guys. It was so I welcome you to the conversation. We were talking about Joe Biden falling up the stairs, but it, it literally being a metaphorically sort of the nation falling off a cliff, him falling up the oh. stairs. Oh, no, 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 no. With all due respect, the metaphor is even more perfect, nearly perfect, because here's a guy who really should never have even been in the Senate in the first place, and he has managed to fall up the stairs uh, fall from place to place and winding, finally winding up in the premier civil service job in the world uh, with basically no talent at all except to stay silent in his mother's basement while the, the real uh, machers in the, uh, or macherets in the Democrat Party uh, moved around him. Uh, he fell upstairs. Ben, what was that movie? You're uh, obviously a famous Being actor. There. Being There. It was called Being There. With Peter Sellers? Yeah, being there. Right. Ben, I want to get back to that question. He regarded a very rich man who somehow became president himself. Ben, I want to get back to that question. Gary, Ben, uh, you probably knew this, Gary, because you have been in public service, but I didn't know this until Ben told me this, that in the old days, presidents would get the places three or four days ahead of, uh, ahead of schedule. So Secretaries get, of state, too. So anybody negotiating anything important. So they could get adjusted to the time change and you know right. get their bearings straight. With somebody like Joe Biden, I mean, I'm not, I'm not kidding right now. He would need a week and a half. I mean, oh, yeah. 
Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And I don't hold that against him. I mean, God bless him, he's not a young man. I know uh, I'm not a young man either. It takes a lot of energy to adjust to changing climates, changing time zones. Uh, it's exhausting, I know. Uh, I've been an expert witness in several very complex uh, securities lawsuits that were international in scope, and I've had to deal with very complex calculations, at least they're complex to me, and uh, I, I had to have a few days in advance to, to recuperate. Had to, and I, and I think Joe Biden certainly certainly has to, and God bless him, if he does, if he's doing it, is he really doing it? Or is he trying to pretend like he can, we can play guts ball and doesn't have to really go out there and fight like everyone else? Ben, I think it's going to be a long time before Joe Biden meets with any foreign leaders. I don't think that even these crazy leftist, rabid Democrats are going to expose him to somebody like Putin or President Xi in China or, you know, Kim in, in Korea. I mean, if they see this guy in action, so to speak, or shall we say non-action, uh, this will be the death knell. Uh, of the United States. Why, why would he do it? Why would he allow them to do it? I mean, why, why can't he always just stay in his mother's basement? He got away with it. Media lets him get away with it. Why can't he just stay in his mother's basement? And, and by the way, I have a, uh, I, I always forget, I think 33-year-old son, wonderful kid, very, very smart kid, super smart kid, excellent video game player, superb. Why don't he and, and President Biden just hang out in the basement uh, playing video games? Why should he disturb himself? Right. Yeah, I mean, what say you? Well, I'll tell you this. Biden doesn't even know what a video game is. Um, he would go to the record player and wonder why the video game isn't working. I mean, let's be honest. This was the Democrats' ploy from the day one. They needed a lackey. They needed someone to get in office so they could run their very radical agenda. Biden was the man. They already knew the guy was greatly incapacitated. The guy's never been a genius. I mean, let's be honest. The the sharpest never been a ever genius, been. Gary. He graduated last in his class. Well, he's been polite. Very like few ben. people he's have been polite. heard of Ben. He's being polite, ben, like you. Ben. First, he graduated first with honors with multiple degrees. Just ask him. Yeah, but yeah, like, like, plagiarize. Ask him. And the thing times. is, that's what I mean. I, anyone, like, they're talking about the 25th Amendment, the Republicans. And I laugh at that because it, it's a moot point. It, he, he hasn't been president since day one. <laughs> we don't even need to go through the legal action. He is not running the country at all. Period. Well, you took away my next, you took away the, the, the next thing I wanted to talk about was the 25th Amendment, because I haven't heard anything from Republicans. And I would love to hear from Republicans. Remember, it was a spite thing that they did with Trump. Put this guy through a cognitive, you know, put this guy, let, let's get his cognition skills, uh, you know, test, checked out by a doctor. They, they did it to Trump. Where is the spine of the Republican Party, Ben Stein? There is no uh, Where is it? Where is it? Well, let's see. I, I don't know. But as you and I have had the pleasure of discussing uh, over the miracle of the cell phone, why aren't they demanding a cognition test? Why, what possible bad is in there for them demanding a cognition test of an 88 or 98-year-old 90, man who's, uh, who's, who's obviously not right in the head and, and who's making serious mistakes? What does it hurt for him to have a cognition test? I mean, why would that hurt him? He's not going to be fired. I, well, maybe he will be fired, but he does not need to be in there without a cognition test. 
Oh, and we he'll pass it with the Americans demand that we demand it. Sorry, Gary? He'll pass it with flying colors. Come on. No he'll pass it with flying colors. He'll come out with a 150 IQ and just right. short of being Elon Musk. <laughs> Gary's right. They'll get some doctor to write whatever they want him to write. He has a I'd, I'd like to be the one who gives him a test. I'll give him a test. I want to ask him some questions. I mean, I, I had a quiz show for a number of years. Uh, it was a very difficult, I think it's generally considered about the most difficult quiz show there has been in the U.S. I'll ask him the questions and we'll see how he does. I, I mean, think that would be a great can, thing to start trending. Ben Stein gives Joe Biden a cognition test. Yeah, um, I'd like you, to do it. You would I'd need about 150 it. takes. Um, 150 breaks and a lot of insure and yeah. um, a lot and, of paragoric. And, uh, I, I've, uh, if I may respectfully say this with, with, with great respect, I grew up near where Senator was a senator from Senator Biden. He grew up, he was a senator from a wonderful, small but wonderful state of Delaware. I grew up in Maryland, spent a lot of time in Delaware, and they have the best fried chicken in the world. I don't care where you go, you will not get better fried chicken. Where you go, Rehoboth? Is that where you got it? I used to get it on the way to Rehoboth, not in Rehoboth, but on the way to Rehoboth. And I would like to see, can Senator Biden, President Biden, make fried chicken? Can he do that? Can he do that? Let's start with that. Can you, <laughs> President Biden, make fried chicken? Well, maybe we can get Kamala Harris to make some. I, no, oh she can't. She cannot do it. She can't do it. Does she? She cannot do it. That would be insulting to her and, and, and as a woman to expect her to cook. We don't What's want matter to with fried chicken. chicken. It'd be racially insensitive. Fried chicken, okay? Yeah. Gary, it would be racially uh, insensitive. It'd be racially uh, insensitive because Kamala Harris is black. Um, yes, I know, black Gary, with the greatest respect to you, and you know I love you like a son, she is not black. She is as black as I am. She is not black. Wow, he was, he was, I think Gary was kidding around. Gary, somebody's curious as to what you're drinking, by the way. Oh, I'm drinking a, uh, Beer. a hard cider right now to keep myself light. Um, and I'll, I'll give you the ingredients. This is how I, I'm natural. It's, it's fermented at, uh, apple, apple juice. That's all it is. There's nothing. Why not? Why not? Why not? Well, but seriously, I think Judy is raising a good question. Here we are. We're, as of today, I think, we are two months into President Biden's term. We don't know if the guy is playing with even 47 or 48 cards out of a 52-card deck. Maybe he's only playing with 46 cards. And you're being generous. Why can't we find out? What is that? Is, I mean, well, you're not going to find out. Ask, let's, uh, at least yeah. ask. Look, we have to face reality, Ben. The Republican Party's dead. It's worthless. It hasn't accomplished anything in decades. In fact, it sits there and just pontificates, spews forth its mouth, goes on Sean Hannity, raises money for themselves, and then goes home and itself goes into its basement. And, and that's just a reality. Well, I, I, I'm not as pessimistic about the Republican Party as you are. My, my family, uh, I've said this on many shows, that we not only were, was my father a Republican, not only was my mother a Republican, but my grandparents uh, were Republicans. And... Uh, so I think, uh, and Ben, what you and Ben, I, I, well, we're Republicans well, too, but you know, Ben, I'm talking about now it's yeah, dead. Ben, I'm, with, I'm not saying before, I'm not saying under Nixon or under Reagan. Now it's finished. Ben, it's with done. all due respect to your father, that you've shared with me a million stories about your father, I don't think he would recognize the Senate and the House that we have right now. 
I just don't. Well, he would not recognize much about what's going on in the country right now because he's no longer living. But he, but he's. Uh, I, I, Republican Party is doing something. I mean, they they, they fought against various proposals by President Biden. Uh, we just need a few more of them. If they were in charge, they might do more. You, now, you, my dear friend Judah, have correctly pointed out that my really, really dear friend Lindsey Graham promised to do a lot of things he didn't do. And the whole party promised to do a lot of things they didn't do. Maybe somebody can make them do new things. But we're not going to get a new party started up now. How could we out of nowhere? We can't do it. Can't be done. You know what? You never know. But on that note, if you just tuned in, you are listening to the world. According to Ben Stone, I want to thank everybody that's watching us on YouTube. I want to thank all the outpouring of support for our downloads on Apple Podcasts. It's been extreme. It's been great. Please do it. It helps us a lot. Write your five-star reviews. If you have them, everybody except one person in the chat, please. You don't need to. Um, but uh, we, we are just honored. someone in the chat is saying mean things to us. No, no. Uh, they're very kind. But if you just, and we're joined, of course, by simplelifenow.com. Um, Gary Collins is welcome back as always. He's in a new Rush shirt. And yeah. it's funny when the last time you brought up that you were going to wear a Rush shirt 20 times in a row, somebody thought you were referring to Rush Limbaugh when you were referring to the band Rush. But oh. Either way, it's cool. You get a sort of double homage. Modern thing day warrior, mean, mean pride. And well, you know we're what, also ben, joined by, sorry, Gar. Ben, you know what? I, I want to come back to what you said, though. The only solution is a third party. These, the Republicans and Democrats are so absolutely corrupt to the bone. It, it's, it, it doesn't matter who you elect anymore. The game's over. It's done. And until we get a third party, this country's over. I honestly well, think that. I agree with you. Know, the funny thing about that is, and I, I, we've heard that, I've heard that on this air many, many times. And I always appreciate and respect it. But life is great in America. Let's not kid ourselves. Life is great. I just had an incredibly fine dinner. I had an incredibly fine dessert. I'm drinking some incredibly fine herbal tea. I'm sitting in an air-conditioned room. It, I mean, life in America is great. It, it, yes, the future is questionable. But for right now, it's incredibly great. Why should people think they need a drastic change? Life in America for middle-class people like me is great. We don't need a drastic change. What I've seen in the last 12 months is the fastest erosion of human rights in this country, period. You know, people are sick of it. You're starting to see the edges starting to fray. You know, you see a bunch of kids running out to Florida and partying, and now SWAT teams are being, you know, released and gassing them. The odds of them dying from COVID are almost zero. Let the kids party. You know, I feel like a prisoner Party-arty. in my own country now. You know what yeah, I mean? Part of Florida, so that people don't know the story was today that came out today where in Miami, they, they wanted to cut down on spring breakers. So they set the curfew to 8 p.m. at night for the next three days. And I, I didn't know that, Gary, that they were spraying them with tear gas and they were sending out SWAT. I don't think Gary's referring to Miami Beach. Miami Beach. Yeah, Miami Beach. You yeah. aren't? Well, yeah. no. Miami Beach is inhabited by a, a, a large number of criminals right now with guns and drugs and everything else. I think you're right, Gary, generally, but not with regard to Miami no, Beach. No, no. Larry, the Florida. I know. And I've been to Miami Beach this time of year. Okay, the people that walk down the street are low lives. I mean, that's just a fact. But Larry, the stories being reported even by Breitbart as being spring breakers coming down there 
And that's why they're putting on the eight o'clock curfew. So they could be reporting the story wrong, but that's the story right yeah, now. That's going wrong because, you know, I, I lived in Miami. Now I'm in Boca Raton. You know, formally, I have a place there as well as elsewhere. But this is uh, these are not normal people that we're talking about in, on Miami Beach right now. They're a bunch of crazy. Right. This is a very, very, I've very good said piece in of data. Very good piece of data. Yeah. I always like said, it. if you want to find crime, just go to Miami. And Ben, I want to raise it. Yeah, Miami Vice. Yeah. Ben, I want to raise an interesting question to you because I, look, you keep on saying how great it is, but, you, but you've also great. said, on the other hand, how we, we're um, demolishing the Constitution. Yes, so those, it's going to take a long time. So those two things don't actually always coincide with each other. It, 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 people are living better than anybody else in the world, pretty much. But as far as the Constitution goes, and as far as the things they're implementing on us and, and pushing down on, on us, we aren't, it isn't great. Great things aren't coming about. Larry and I were out last night um, at, at, a, at a nice I dinner. I am jealous. At, at a nice dinner in an undisclosed location. And it was, it was, it was very interesting. Half the street were maskless. The other half of the street were wearing masks. It, you know, you're sitting at a table not wearing a mask because somebody is an inch apart from you walking on the street wearing a mask. And we're living in total, it's almost like anarchy from the government. It's so chaotic. There is nobody in control right now. Let me go back to something. Many a time on this fine show, I have quoted from the greatest essayist of all time, Samuel Johnson. When the United States of America won the Revolutionary War, uh, and the British lost their colonies in North America. Some very smart person said, this is the ruin of the nation. And Samuel Johnson said, sir, there is a lot of ruin in a nation. And that is true of this nation too. It will, yes, things are being ruined by the Bidens as fast and the Kamala Harris's as fast as they can, but it's still gonna take a while. Not, not just them. They are the reflection of what's happened to our society and our body politic. You get what you ask for. You asked for it. You got it. Toyota. And, you know, in my view, my, my reality is my reality is that society has gone so low that these people actually represent a big portion of this country. So it, it falls upon us. Even we are now the minority. And our who's, who's we pale face. Well, white people and, and other people, okay? We're the minority right now, okay? No, Try we're to... not. Yes, we are. Are you kidding? No, we're not. Not, not even close. Not in not terms even... of numbers, but in terms of status and influence and yes, others. That is, that is the European true. heritage of this country is not in control of the country anymore, okay? The European concept, nor the concept, Judeo-Christian concepts of the Ten Commandments. It's not, okay? And it I... was... It was John Adams who said, doesn't matter how many times you change your rulers or your forms of government without ethics, morality, and religion among the people, you will not have a lasting liberty. And that's why, Ben, you know, you have it good now. I have it good. Judah has it good. I'm not and sure how good Judah has it. But tomorrow, we don't have it. we're not going to have it so good, okay? It's because right now we're on our backs. And our children and grandchildren are going to really be living, you know, they're going to be living in a, so a socialist, if not communist, hellhole 
in my opinion. That's my opinion. And I, I want to ask you guys all this there. question, starting with Gary. When you turn on the TV, when you go outside, do you recognize this America? No. I oh, don't. that's a and very I, good I, question. That's a, and I live in. I, I don't either. When I turn on, turn on, I see crazy people, just crazy people running around. Crazy people. So, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable the craziness I see running around this my glorious Southern California, which I love so much. My glorious California, which I love so much. My glorious America, which I love so much. It's just crazy. And my, I, I think I meant, might have mentioned this before. I'll mention it again if I may respectfully do so. My alma mater for college, Columbia, has six, or is going to have six separate graduation ceremonies for blacks, for whites, for women, for men, for transgender or gender fluid or whatever it's called. And uh, I think, uh, was it, what is rich, poor, I all kinds of wacky things. What is that but actual screaming insanity? What, what and, is that? And so going to that question, Gary, do, do you know, as, as Ben likes to paint this picture, it's a miracle we don't recognize it. We turn on the television, you and I, Gary, are monstrous sports fans, or we were. We don't, and so is Larry. I mean, for, but Larry, that's a different side note yeah. of your one and done thing. But it, it, maybe not. It's symbolic of the times, Larry. But Gary, do you recognize culture right no. now? Well, watching the NCAA tournament, right? You know, I, I'm a big NCAA basketball me, fan. Me too. I've been all my life. And I tried watching this abomination of an NCAA tournament. A, it makes no sense. You know, I'm watching Syracuse with uh, equality on the back of their uniforms. I'm watching guys who go to school for free. I had to pay for college. Hate to break it to these idiots. I had to pay for it. I have no potential when I went to college to get a multi-million dollar deal playing a sport. I'm, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of it. It's rubbed in my face and all of that, but I'm watching the stands are empty. The coaches have masks on. None of the players have masks on. They're sweating, spitting. No, not spitting on chair, not on purpose. And I played, so I'm all, this is nuts. Harry, one, one factor that you're leaving out. These people aren't these people aren't students that are playing NCAA basketball anymore. They're ringers. They're ringers. Good point. They deserve to be in school. They don't intend to be in school. And there was one fellow, Derek Johnson from Duke, who got injured this year, freshman. He said, the hell with it. I'm out of here. I'm going to heal so I can be in the NBA draft. I mean, they've bastardized academics at my university, Duke. I rail on them nearly every single day. It's a disgrace. And, and Krzyzewski's become a whore. A total I've lost total respect for sure. And, and it's yeah. funny how people it's it's really amazing how people that we used to look at before the Trump era, Ben, how, how you know, we used to look at certain journalists and even though we didn't always agree with them, we, we but we respected things that it, it, it's it, and, and, and people, you know, and, and I think of people like Bob Costas, who I grew up loving listening to. I did. I grew up lo loving to listen to Bob Costas or. I admired uh, Mike Krzyzewski, the coach of Duke, um, how they've become, you know, you look at the NBA, who, who is this, all this Black Lives Matter stuff, but won't, doesn't object to the concentration camps in China. And, and it, 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 Ben, it's a really, it's, it, it, it's like we turned off the TV and turned it back on and we're like watching it, a whole new, a whole new network. I know, well, well as, as, as you and I often discussed, Life has become more and more like an episode of the Twilight Zone. I mean, I, the craziness that's going on in, in Los Angeles uh, and Southern California schools in terms of teaching Bolshevism to the children is just uh, shocking. I saw 
a and uh, Oakland, which is uh, a, a city in Northern California, a uh, well well known city in Northern California. Uh, there was a story just uh, just today in some high school. It had uh, I guess a, a thousand, say roughly a thousand students. One student was proficient in math. One out of a thousand. Yes, the teachers, big fat, icky looking teachers are teaching the kids that they're being discriminated against because they're black. And that the problem is not them, and they're being too lazy to learn, but the racist school system that's keeping them from learning. That is insanity. That is rank national well, socialism. Not just that, Penn. Do you remember after Trump was elected that the elementary schools in Beverly Hills hired psychologists to counsel the kids because they were- I didn't know that. I lived, I lived in I didn't, what, yikes! I lived right near an elementary school, but I think by that time my son was already uh, out of school. And to answer somebody's question in chat, Marjorie, we're not. There's a, talking about something is not necessarily complaining about something. And talking about something, you could actually come up with solutions. And it's actually, I, I was thinking about this today, guys. As I, um, I'm not a big fan of uh, Rick Scott, um, this Florida senator, and. Ben, you could correct me on this. I'm sure Larry and Gary can too. Don't, isn't it like a, when you look at and say he's a governor, isn't it like I look at Abbott with more esteem than I do any of the senators? I look at he's a person in, in high power running a state. So I look at it as a, an assemblyman, a congressman, a senator, then a governor. And Rick Scott was the governor of Florida, and then he became a senator. Which sort of shows me that, you know, this is a, this sort of a guy that's, um, he just likes being, uh, he likes having power. You're, you're you know, right. He, you know, he, it's, it's sort well, of like. You have no power as a senator, I got to tell you. If you want to have 100. You have no power, but you have. That's, my, that's my point. And you can prance around with your $5,000 suits and gold cufflinks and pins, you know, and, and be very impressed with yourself. But you have no power as a senator. But Ben, shouldn't we like figure something? I know you're against term limits, and but I mean, we got Diane Feinstein, who's 91 years old. I can't believe it. I thought she was 101 years old. Who who got somebody? And people forget this. Aside from the Chinese driver that she had, the spy didn't years ago she act accidentally like um it was with one of he was either the Zodiac killer or the um the other California killer that she accidentally released information during a press conference that he yeah, was then so, able yeah. to bury the inform that he it was like his shoes or something that yeah. he was able, they had the crown of his shoes and he chucked it off the bridge and he was able to kill three more people. And because we live in a state like California, Diane Feinstein is, she'll be dead. But by the time she leaves. He is I mean, effectively dead right now. I mean, you know, yeah. her brain's going yeah, too. But, well, we, we, we have a lot of problems here in California, but I'm going to say again, life is great here in California. For you. You're right, Judah. It's not going to go on forever. It won't go on forever good. for me, too. But I'm, I, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, it's not going to go on for me forever for a variety of reasons. Let me raise but a point here, guys. life in California is great. I mean, come on, Larry. Be honest. Ben, 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 California, we, California is the richest state. It'll survive at least for a while no matter what happens, because it's much richer than any other state. It's the most beautiful state in the country, no doubt about it. But, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's on the, on the path of the rest of the country. I mean, Ben, the homeless encampments that we have around our areas right now 
it's again like you turned off the TV it's and you terrifying. Watched, and you watched Escape from LA or Escape from New York Gary. I Judah, I, the homeless scare me to death. I every night I'm scared that I'm gonna wind up being one of them, and it really, really, really frightens me a lot. Uh, but I I don't know what I mean. I, I don't know what to do about it. I have a very, very smart friend, incredibly smart friend. And she said to me, you're not going to come homeless, Benji, because, or Ben, or whatever she calls me, because uh, because uh, the homeless are mentally ill, by and large, or they're alcoholics or drug addicts, and you're not mentally ill or homeless or a drug addict. You don't have the mindset that leads to mental illness, and therefore you're not going to become uh, home, uh, homeless. And, and I hope and pray this young woman is right. But uh, but but there certainly are an awful lot of homeless. I don't know what can be done about that. I mean, what what can be done about that? I mean, I mean, the Chinese would shoot them. The Chinese would just give them a bullet in the back of the head and bury them in a mass grave, and that would be the end of them. We don't do that here in America, and I don't think we should. I think it would be a, a startlingly horrible idea. But what do we do about it? I mean, okay, so I, getting I back to that. that. We'll get back to that in a second. Thank you, people in the chat. It was the Night Stalker. If you just tuned in, you are Listen listening to, to the Stalker, world. That's right. Gosh. If you yeah. if you just tuned in, you are listening to the world according to Ben Stein. Um, I want to thank everybody that's in the chat. We're joined tonight by SimpleLife.com. Now, um, found SimpleLife.com. Um, Gary the Collins. I say it, sorry. And and please sign up for our newsletters, benstein.substack.com. Gary, I get ours, ours wrong. And of course, America's lawyer, you can find him at freedomwatch freedomwatchusa.org, Larry Clayman. And I, I got to tell you something funny as I was just thinking about it, that we, I, that we had to think in our heads of all the serial killers that have come out of this great state. I was like- That's a big visit, state. And, and visit, Florida, and Florida. Yeah, is it the Zodiac, is it? But, but getting back to it, Ben, you keep on saying, what's the solution? Why not term limits being a solution? Well, there's no <laughs> Not a solution, that's Why a- Why not wear our underwear on top of our head? I mean, there's no, there's no evidence the term limits leads to greater prosperity or individual happiness than 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 uh, than the reverse. There's, there's, there's just no evidence that it would help. And by the way, I don't think anything much the government can do. Period is going to help. Yes, government should feed the homeless, no doubt about it. I should, they should feed them, and and in my humble opinion, they should make them go to conservation camps or somewhere where they work. And I think work, generally speaking, makes people saner than almost anything else. So that's one. Two, uh, I don't know that anything else government's going to do is going to make a big, big difference, but I think the stricter the better. Uh, I, the, the, in Asia, I, I, my wifey and I employ a, a very large number of Asians in our household, and they work like sons of bitches, and they are smart, hardworking, disciplined. They move up the economic ladder very fast. They are incredible people. The Asians will take over in this country. They will take over in the whole world. And uh, this is uh, but because they work, because that's ingrained in their culture. But can the government do that? I don't think no, so. And they don't ask for affirmative action. They right, make it exactly, exactly. And they mind sorry, their sorry, own business. I have a, a Chinese-American lawyer, the best lawyer I've ever had, okay? Minds his own business, does his work, when I ask him to do, he doesn't talk back. He's very respectful. I want that guy's name and phone number and don't he, give it to anyone else. 
Exceeding this one. Because Judah hit something, and I think this is a really good topic that you guys can sink your teeth into. Is that we have our politicians like to shoot their mouth off. They like to talk. They like to go on Hannity, pretend that they're doing something. Greg Abbott is another example. Now, is that Abbott and Costello? The governor of Texas. Okay. And, you know, he'll probably run for president in 2024. He's positioning himself for that. Well, he's not going to run. He's a a good looking guy. He's in a wheelchair, you know, which evokes Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And, but here's the bottom line people, illegal aliens are pouring across the Texas border as we speak. Many of them are from the Middle East. Many of them are carrying COVID-19, mutations of it, that we don't even know the vaccines are going to work. Why is it that Abbott just gives grandstanding press conferences when he could send the Texas Rangers and the Texas National Guard down to the border and seal the border? And if the feds don't like it, take care of the feds too. It's your state. Well, I want to go to somebody. Let let Gary answer that since he's a guy that's done all these positions. What are your thoughts on that? Because I agree with Larry, but... um, why don't states governors take more responsibility sometimes? Well, and it, it, what it does too is it erodes our freedom because we have states to kind of guarantee that tyranny can't take over, right? From the top down, that the states can work independently and run their states independently. What it is is the governors now are tied into the system, the big system, right? I, we live in an oligarchy. Let's be honest. Let's quit handy coding this crap. And the problem is they're getting kickback money. They're getting money from the Republican Party because the Republicans want illegals across just as much as Democrats. They I want them to what? They want them to come across just as much as Democrats. Cheap labor. Because uh, it, it, it's labor. Big, it, Republicans labor and big corporations that are Republican leaning have hired illegal immigrants for decades. U.S. Chamber of Commerce. Yeah. Come on. I, I, I live in the real world, Ben. I worked it. I saw it firsthand. These people are pieces of crap. They are so corrupt. They tell you what you want to hear. And behind the scenes, they're screwing you just like the other side. And that's the problem is none of these solutions are easy, but they're not going to solve any problems because they can't continue the beast if they solve the problems. Because then we're going to be going, what are you doing with all of our extra taxpayer money if you're solving the problems? You keep creating more problems, then you keep asking me for more money. That's what you do. You keep picking my pocket. So that's why the solution's never going to happen. That's what I mean. It has to be a third party. It has to be a party not attached to either side that decides that they're going to run and, and run for office for what it was intended. Public and what could, what could they do, Gary? What? Suppose there were the uh, Gary Collins party running uh, Texas or Arizona or New Mexico or Southern California. What could they do? What could they do about all the immigrants coming across the border? Are they got, are they got I just told you, man. Yeah, just like Larry said. You I go just, down there and you seal off the border and you start. Yeah, and I'll tell you, Americans should go down there. They tried that a while back and people got arrested. But, you know, we have the right to protect ourselves. We yeah. can go down to the border. Defend- but, I mean, these, are, these are fantasy ideas. I mean, these are not real ideas. Well, were they real ideas in 1776? People didn't think that sir, was. Sir, 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 with the greatest possible respect, we, counselor, we do not want to have our National Guard, 
or citizens going together and shooting families. Well, going no, I didn't say shoot anybody. I said defensively. Well, Gary, you back kind in of for a proved second. my Hold point, Ben. Here's why. Because if, if a state really wanted to solve the problems, they would tell the federal government to go pound sand and we don't want to be your money. Go away. We're going to get rid of your get rid of your border patrol agents, boot everyone out and say, we're going to take care of our own border. And they go, well, we're not going to fund your highways and your fine. I don't care. I don't need your money. The problem is the politicians are all in bed and they're getting the money. They're getting rich off it. All their buddies are getting rich off it. That's how the system works now. That's why. It, yeah, but you're again, again, let me respectfully say, we're talking, I think we're talking about the problem of an unprecedented wave of illegal immigration into the U.S. Yeah. Suppose we had the Garrett, Gary Collins party running the southwestern U.S. What yeah. would we do? We're all Just members. Like said, what do we I do? Would, what do we do to I, stop, set, stop the illegal set, immigration? I would set martial law. I'd get the, I would get the National Guard down there. I would run would all they my do? law enforcement agencies. I would get them would down do? there. I would actually enact militia, state militias that are trained and run through law enforcement to help secure the border. I would. That's what I would do. It's within and my what do right you do as the, the governor to the do that. Are, by the way, I'm starting a new party. It's called the New American Independence Party. I hope you consider to become part of it. Because okay, God bless you. I want to know scary. what what you okay. catch these four people. Yeah, right. he, he's for. asking you explicitly what you it, what it, don't sugarcoat it. You or Larry? Let's be real. I mean, we're, we're talking about all hypotheticals here. What would you do? An immigrant comes to the border. It's within our right. You you can we can seal our border instantly. We go down there. Heck, if the state wasn't abiding by all the federal dollars, you can build your own wall within your own state and you can secure that border and you simply line up buses. And when they come across, you throw them in the bus and you drive them straight back and you dump them off at a holding point and you go, there you go. You drive them to where? Drive them to where? Well, Trump actually worked this out, right? Wasn't Trump working this out with Mexico? Yeah, Mexico was actually cooperating with us until Biden yeah. came along. Yeah. I yeah. Well, then, okay, well, then now you've answered my question. I, I didn't ask the question idly. I asked the question wanting an answer. And if indeed the nation of Mexico, the great nation of Mexico, has said we'll cheerfully take them back. No, they uh, did say that. They don't come back to America again. Well, and, and, That's fine. And Mexico and doesn't want this migration either because they come through Mexico. They're bringing disease. So if they know they can't get in, they don't go to Mexico either. You know, they, okay, that's fine. But so there's your answer. If we really have have it promised from legitimate, hardworking, trustworthy people like the government of Mexico, then uh, I think we can. Uh, then we will just bring them back to Mexico. Well, no one ben, said during the, Larry, Hold on a second, Ben. During the Trump administration, they were actually doing this because the almighty dollar convinces a lot of people to do a lot of things, and we do have a lot of leverage over Mexico. We have a lot of leverage over Canada. We have a lot of leverage over certain places. And Trump did, in his major yeah, defense. If they don't like it. We can close down all the Taco Bells, you know? Oh, my God. All right. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Shecky. Uh, Shecky Clayman. Um, but no, but Ben, you ra- you're, you're all raising great points. Gary, I don't, I mean, uh, you know, the... the I'm not being a jackass. I could go down to the border and solve this problem in 60 days. It's not that complicated. It's not that hard. Nothing that our government needs to solve is that complicated. They don't 
want to solve the problems. That's you actually raise me. Okay, Gary, Gary, love you, love you like a child. <clears throat> in this school that I was just talking about a few minutes ago in Oakland, California, hmm. a high school of very roughly a thousand students, one student, <clears throat> one student was proficient in mathematics. <clears throat> so all black school. One student was sufficient in mathematics. How do you solve that problem? Edward James almost. Well, I'll, I'll tell you how, Ben. In Oregon now, in Oregon now, they have a law that they're trying to pass, the, the radical left, that there's no absolutism in math. Okay, so. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. right. So that's how you solve it. So everybody is, is good at math. Okay, well, so Ben, I was serious. That does exist. Dennis Prager's been ranting about that for, for weeks. I know, and that, that's so serious. Answer. But Ben, you know in, you in it, LA in the 80s, there was, that, there was that movie called Stand and Deliver. Edward James almost was, it was based on a teacher that went into the schools and did raise the proficiency rate by, I believe, at least 30%. So, but they were honest and they, they were honest about the issue. And it can, but we, somebody just raised the point we have to reteach teachers. Right, teachers need to be re-educated. They because, don't want to be re-educated. That would be work for them. They don't want to be re-educated. They're in a union. Well, they want to. They want. They want to collect their money, get their lavish uh, side uh, fringe benefits. They, then they want to retire early. They don't want to be. Sir, with great respect, the teachers in these inner-city schools that have lots and lots of non-white students are well-paid people compared to any other teachers anywhere in the world. Why aren't they able to teach these kids to read and write and do some? Why not? Will, will, will anyone, will anyone, anyone, will anyone answer the question? Well, because the kids don't want to learn. Right. Okay. Thank you. So, right, the let's also, they're down in Miami Beach right now, busting the place up. I mean, no, no, ben, not, and ben, those aren't the same kids. Ben, it's an absolute well, breakdown in the family. I mean, let's be real. It's an absolute breakdown in the family. We know that. So? I mean, that's. We know that's a huge. We know that's a huge case with these kids in schools. When we, when all of us were growing up, there was a modicum of, 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 uh, you know, either your friend, if your parents were, man, you, you always had a friend that sort of had a, um, that the, the, that what's the, the nuclear family. The nuclear family is almost dead in most. Uh, do you mean the nuclear family? Yes, I'm sorry. The nuclear family is almost. Nuclear. Nuclear well, is almost is almost dead. Um, and do um, you really, Judah? Come on, we've been friends now for over a decade. You really think that's the problem? Um, I'll, give you, I'll give you two stats, Ben. I'll give you two stats. Seventy percent of black children are born out of wedlock. Right. And here's another shocking stat: seventy yes. percent plus of black women are morbidly obese. Yes. Yes. Those okay. are stats. I, I, I'm not I, saying that. Now we're getting. Now, Gary, now we're getting somewhere. That's what I just and the entire and the entire city. What I just said, and the entire city of Cleveland is morbidly obese. I lived there for a while. Where's that at? By the way, how do you, how do you find a good-looking woman in Cleveland? I was single at the time. Someone who's weighs. Know, is this a joke? Pounds. How do you do it? I don't know. Do you know? I, I look do for somebody less than three hundred pounds who combs her hair. <laughs> well, well, and what I'm saying though is I'm not doing that to to poke. You're going to get season. yelled at now for this, Gary. And it's you, I mean, the, I claim it, it's your fault. Well, I'm well, telling you, I'm sorry, Gary, go ahead. Schools. 
in these in these, these uh, impoverished neighborhoods in poor areas, they're not teaching. They're teaching victimhood. That the reason you're here and the reason you're poor is because right. you're a victim and not because your family made bad decisions or your community is making bad decisions. It's because you're a victim and right. victimhood is the quickest way to end up in jail, not right. fulfilling your right. life's destiny right. and just Absolutely going right. through life blaming and waiting for a free handout. Absolutely That's the right. easiest way. And who wants them to have free handouts? Well, our politicians, because it creates voters, just like they want more illegals, more voters. Why do they don't want you to you know, present ID, which is the most asinine thing I've ever heard in my life, that having an ID and presenting it to vote is racist. Oh, it's not only they don't want you to. In California, it's illegal to ask for the ID. Is that it's true, Larry? I did not know that. It is. is that I, I have a very good friend, a very famous uh, writer. Yeah, you can stop right I now. I won't use his name. He left the country because he, he said, I'm getting out of here after the election. He was at one time a liberal. He became a Trump supporter. He went in to vote in the last election. He, he said, you want to see my ID? And the woman said at the polling place, it's illegal for me to request it. No. That's actually a good point. I've, when I've shown up in public I, to vote, I haven't had to show my ID in Los Angeles either. That's actually, I, I, they asked me my address, my information, and I, I, I said I live here. They looked up, you know, the, the, the roll the, the, through the files and they let me vote. There was no, um, there was absolutely no, uh, nothing going on with asking me for my ID. It's our oh, I'm really getting scared now, and I think I'm going to go hide now for a while. But this is, uh, oh, I said, the, country, the country is going to hell, and a large part of it is, is the lax attitude of the uh, government. And a large part of it is a terrible, catastrophic state of the black population. But I'm an old guy. I'm your, oh, wait, maybe Larry's older. No, Larry's younger. The, uh, there, it was not always true that Black Americans were in such terrible shape. Something happened to the Black Americans to demolish them academically, family-wise, scholastically, in many other ways. What was it? Was it drugs? Was it the absence of a church? What was it? What, what happened? What happened? And you're not, by the way, you're not allowed to talk about this. So we'll just say we're not talking about. It. We're talking about people on another planet. We're not allowed. I to think. Talk about I it. think. I think a lot could be contributed attributed. I mean, to the welfare state. I, 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 I without a doubt, I think that plays a, a heavy role in it. You know, for the more amount of kids you have, because you, the more amount of children you have, the um, the, sorry, the more. Sorry. We're losing your audio, sir. I am very sorry if you're losing my audio now. Can you hear me back? Sorry, at least we're losing our mind. As I live in a building. Wi-Fi, is, as Gary knows, in RV parks and buildings on a Saturday night, people are um, you watching know, you porn. They're it watching you porn. With and but getting back to it, Ben, you what I is said you porn. <laughs> but Ben, I said it's the welfare state. You know, when you get I don't more, know you when you get more money for a kid that's um have you know when you get more money per child. When you when you don't need to when 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 expectations are taken away from people, there's no worse form of abuse. You know we're we're, we're really going to get me out of terrible trouble. It's very lucky nobody watches this show because if anyone did, we would all be arrested on our way home tonight. <laughs> and if you just if well, you, you just, remember just, you remember Andrew Breitbart. He didn't make it home from a bar several years ago. Yeah. Right. And if you just tuned in, you are listening to The World According to Ben Stein. As my audio keeps on going in and out, I apologize for that. Um, 
But um, we're here with uh, Gary Collins. We're here with Larry Clayman. We're here with Ben Stein. Can you guys hear me? Anyone? Anyone? Hear you, hear you, um, hear you. I want to tell you, I was watching a documentary. Um, and Ben, you could really, I want to just get off this for eight, eight or nine minutes to talk about something fun on a Saturday night. I was watching, and, and it, as we're in California, Gary, in LA, and Larry knows this sometimes too, you know, there's still that Capitol Records building, you know, the, the Capitol Records store that they- It looks and, like a and, big and, record. And, and it's heartbreaking, or as, as Ben's wife, he would say, it's heart rendering. And I was watching this um, documentary called The Last Blockbuster. There's one more blockbuster video in America, in Bend, Oregon. And um, I, 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 I couldn't help but think, you know, as, as we, we've, we've progressed so much, supposedly, We've, you know, and you ask sometimes, what's the problem? I sometimes think it's that we've lost the little things. We've lost, we've lost the little things. We've lost going to the video store. We've lost going to the music store. We've lost the, we've, we've lost our, our way. Just me personally. Okay, we had none of us agrees with that. So we'll go on to the next thing. What? Uh, let's. Uh, you let's don't think? You, what, Ben? You don't. Miss I'm going kidding. Over. I'm oh. kidding. Of course, you know. I'm kidding. Of course, we think there's a lot to that. The daily grist of life is very, very important, and I agree. I miss all the daily grist of life in my beloved Silver Spring, Maryland. When I grew up there, it was a small town. It was a charming uh, border state. Charming, charming, charming small town. Now it's a huge, gigantic suburb. With all kinds of diversity, and of course, the diversity has just about killed it dead. But uh, it's uh, but, you're, but you're right. The grist in the meal is very important. The meal, those, that grist is super, super, super vital. And I was informed it was Tower Records, but I know somebody like you, Gary. You missed those certain stores that have been taken away from us because Tower like Records is right down at the bottom of Orange. That's that's what I was referring to. Yeah. But it's nothing inside. It's just a holding right, spot. Right for places that lease or do yeah, when i uh, was a kid i used to go with my dad in philadelphia to the record store and they had these booths where you could actually listen to records before you decided whether to buy one yeah now you have to buy things you know online or whatever and you really don't know what you're getting which pretty much oh. metaphor for the entire world we don't know what we're getting <laughs> well, well we knew we, we had a pretty good idea when we bought it for mr biden what we were getting which was the hollow man. We are the hollow man. We are getting we are the a hollow plagiarizing man. moron. We we uh, unfortunately <gasps> American people didn't care because a there was election fraud and b Trump pissed so many people off they voted against him rather than for anybody else. Yeah, That's but they the but the media tricked them and lied to them and cheated them in every way you can possibly imagine. But Gary, what about you? I want to get to you on this one because you you look like a guy that likes those types of stores. Love them. And I was talking, it's funny you bring that up. I was talking to someone today about that, that where I grew up, I grew up in a very small rural town. And we, you, the only news you got was at five and at 10 and it was 30 minutes and it was pretty regional. It, you know, they would get into some world politics real briefly, but that was about it. And my drugstore, the drugstore, which was where you got your prescriptions, the only place in town was also the convenience store, the record store, the magazine shop. And that's where you bought your toys. I mean, that was it. And to this day, I'm good friends with the pharmacist who there, who I grew up with uh, as a kid. That is a good friend to have. Yeah, well, and, and the thing was, when I went there, we would go through the records every week or so. 
because we didn't know new music was coming out. We were not, I would see a new record. I go, oh, wow. Yeah. And you buy it and it was a big deal. You'd go home, your friends would all come over. You'd put it on the record player. You'd fold it out. You'd look at the lyrics. You'd see all the pictures and it was an event. Just buying that record. Yes, and I'm older than you are. And I used to take the, drive my, I used to uh, ride my bike in Philadelphia, suburban Philadelphia, to a place called Mapes. It was a pharmacy. It was a, a drug store. It had a soda fountain. I would go down there if I had $3 to buy a new baseball bat, you know, that kind of thing. And I used to sleep, I had a tent across the street. I lived in Penn Valley and we'd sleep with my friends at night in a tent. Now, if you have kids, would you let your kids sleep outside in a schoolyard? They wind up with their throats slit. Are you going to be there? But, um, uh, but Ben, it, it, it's, you know, you, but you ask, what's the problem? I, I really believe we've taken away from our children this form of excitement, this form of, it, there's something very special about going with your mom or your dad or somebody in your family. Remember, we were talking about Toys R Us oh. and, 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 or, and going as your team. And you remember the video stores with the, that had the little chains on the, you know, the, the certain section of the video store. And, you know, and, and, and there was, you know, there was, there was, there was, there was this thing about growing up that I don't think exists much more for children. This, uh, no. this, this idea of amazement, of finding places, of finding new things. It's everything is just all access. And I'm not trying to, the cat's out of the bag. We can't go back then. But I, I really think there's a certain sadness that um, that that we don't have these things anymore. Well, you're and right. You're right, uh, Judah. And, and one reason is security. I mean, you, you let your kid out and you don't keep track of them. You'll never come home again. Or she. Yeah. Well, we got we, we just go endlessly, endlessly, endlessly black back to black community. And we just have a terrible, terrible problem with them. They are not learning. They tend to be, not all, of course, of course not all, tend to be violent, tend to have screwed up families, tend to use drugs. Uh, and this is a big percentage of the nation's population, and it's a rapidly growing percentage of the nation's population. And I do not know what the solution is, but I believe that here's, here's uh, the irony, Black ben. Church used to say Black people, and I think it could again. Here's, here's the irony, is that the Black population is now in control of the country. In large measure, that's true. That's very, that's why I'm happy to say that uh, I think it's great that black people have been given full political rights. I can remember vividly when they were treated as non persons, but I am scared that the black leaders we have controlling Mr. Uh, Mr. Biden do not love America. Well, I think that's a given. It's absolutely terrifying. But I want to ask each of you uh, for a Saturday night special before we leave. But what is one thing, Ben, you, you know, you, you've shared with me a lot of stories about your childhood, about going to the, you know, the, one of the first McDonald's, you know, a burger costing yeah, in, like, in, in Langley Park, a, a burger costing you two bits, you know, no, um, 15 cents, a big burger, 15 cents for two bits. You could buy a Cadillac. What are two bits? I always assumed they were two pennies. Oh, it's a quarter. It's a quarter. Two quarters. You can buy a catalog. But don't you think that, you know, when you share those stories, what are kids going to share now? That they were on their iPhone messaging people? That they were ordering something off of Amazon? 
that they that they that they were part of like a group chain of things. I mean, I'm I just sure. hope that they're not sharing that they got drugs at a very early age from someone in their class, and, and that's that's what really scares me. I, and I, yeah. I very much hope that they don't share that they, exactly. at the age of twelve uh, they got knocked up. I, I mean, I'm really I'm scared about I'm scared about what young children are like. My son, our son, a wonderful kid, and we love a lot. I think I had great, great childhood memories because we were able to send him to a very good boarding school in New England. Not everybody has that opportunity, but uh, to the extent that you can do anything like that, I think you're doing your child a big favor. Gary, what do you think? What would you love one thing to bring back? Oh, there's so many. I would just go back to the 70s. That's it. Just when I ran wild, you know, had to be home by dark. I remember my parents standing in the front yard, my dad yelling. I lived in the middle of nowhere and I could hear him yelling from miles around and I knew that was time to go home. And I got home and I wasn't in trouble. I didn't have an iPhone. We ate dinner together. We talked together. You know, we had conversations and uh, I think people need to get back to that. Life is about the people you meet and the relationships you have. And it's not about the things you acquire. If we get back, that's to that, very, very we'll good. Start. I like that. That's very, very good. What about you, Larry? That's a really hard question, uh, but I will say that things were simpler in those days, and you appreciated things more. Uh, people don't appreciate things anymore, and in today's world, I mean, we can't. The kids can't even speak. I mean, everything is like, like, like. Oh my God. Uh, now that's frightening. It's frightening. It's frightening how ignorant young people are in America. On the other hand, I know some young people are incredibly smart. Uh, and so the, the prime example of them does not happen to be an American, but, uh, but there are some very smart people in, in America. And uh, it's just, um, I don't know. We have to just pray. Dear God, please help this great America to stay great. And please, 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 please keep Mrs. Kamala Harris far away from the Oval Office. Yeah, well, you know what? Away from the I Oval always Office. say that when I do my podcast, it's a, you know, it's a euphemism, but I say God helps those that help themselves. And yes. what I want to do is be entertained by the scandal industry and turn Hannity on every night, put your feet up on a coffee table. This is the subtitle of my book, Forget the Scandal Industry, the primary title is It Takes a Revolution which you can get at amazon.com. I couldn't say the name again. It takes a revolution. You wrote, you wrote the forward. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you wrote the uh, recommendation, but what's the, the name of it again? We forgot. It takes a revolution. And where can you buy it? Amazon.com Barnes and Who's the author. Who's the, uh, I was just me. about to ask that me an anonymous, me anonymous, Larry. What I'm saying is this, is that if you, if you, if you, all of this is entertainment, you know, watching Fox News. Get up off the couch and do something. God helps those that help themselves. I think that's great. And that's Gary, great. where can people find you in your books about talking about living a happy off-the-grid life? Not just off-grid, just living a happy, simple life in general. If you want to go off-grid, I got that too. TheSimpleLifeNow.com and make sure to check out The Simple Life with Gary Collins podcast. It's awesome. And people could find Ben. St it is awesome. And people could find Ben Stein and Parlor at Ben Stein. And of course, they could find them on spectator.org. Don't forget to look at Larry's. Uh, it's a very important page. Larry is America's lawyer. Don't forget a lot what, to look at freedomwatch.org. 
it's worth the donation. Um, so Larry could have a constant stream of pins on his uh, blazers and uh, keep writing books. And Ben Stein, you let us out in prayer, but if you'd like to lead us out in song on this fine Saturday night, you're more than welcome to do that. Well, you know I can be found sitting home all alone. The way I got her, oil the bee bopalula, she's my baby. Be bopalula, I don't mean baby. Be bopalula, she's my baby. Be bopalula, I don't mean baby. Be bopalula, she's my baby now, my baby now, my baby. Your Lady Gaga in a skirt. In the red, blue jeans. She's the queen of all the teens. She's the one woman that I know. She's the woman walks around the snow. Bebopalula. Anyway, that's okay, where hold on a second. young. Hold on a second. I want to wish Rock Breath a happy anniversary. Happy I wanna, anniversary, Rock I want Breath. 23rd anniversary in, in California. That's like 150 years. I want to thank everybody that's been listening in the in the YouTube channel. I want to thank everybody for downloading our podcast. I want to thank everybody for contributing. I want to thank Gary Collins. I want to thank Larry Clayman. And of course, America's humble servant and America's teacher and doctor, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. We'll see you Tuesday night. Everybody have a great and wonderful night. God bless you all and God bless America. And I really mean that.